I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. I'm Rob Norman. I'm Andrew Norton. And this is Personal Best. So, Andrew, you've been talking with a dude. I've been talking with a dude. (laughs) Um, This isn't just any dude. This is Yao. First thing you notice about Yao, he's huge. He's no stranger to the gym. Growing up, I was what you would consider a jock on the outside. But on the inside, I was this raging nerd. Like, I was in the chess club in, like, grade 7. I won a chess trophy. But I was, like, super into football, and I was on the basketball team. And both these sides of Yao came together with action films. So, you're a tough guy, huh? Jock Yao liked the punches and the kicks, and nerdy Yao liked breaking these movies down, figuring out how they work. All the best action scenes are action scenes just because they're action scenes for a goal. One of Yao's favorites was Jackie Chan's Rumble in the Bronx. What's up? You got the problem? Jackie Chan, like, a lot of it was like, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I have to in order to succeed. You shut up! Jackie Chan in that movie was a sleeveless, turtleneck-wearing, acrobatic, headstrong, ass-kicking machine. And Yao was like, I want to do that. But I was like a small, scrappy guy. I just always visioned myself working really hard to do, like, some of the things that those guys could do. I didn't really want to be a movie star. I just wanted to be a guy that can do movie star things. And one of those movie star things has still eluded him to this day. My goal is to be able to do a, it's so, it's so weird, but a standing backflip. Jump in the air, flip backwards, and land it. Backflip like a badass. So if he can do a backflip, it's like he's keeping a promise to his childhood self. Exactly. And he was actually on track to do a backflip. Until one day at the gym, Yao hears this tiny pop. That's his Achilles tendon. It's so bad he needs surgery. He's completely recovered now, but as they say in podcasts, he's not the same. No one on podcast says that ever. I, I've heard it before. Like, what I mean is he's okay, but he's not really okay. Before I got hurt, everything athletic was, it was this effortless. It was, everything seemed easy. It was a matter of, like, will as opposed to ability. Andrew, I don't think we can help him. I mean, this isn't a workout podcast. We're not a bunch of, like, gym coaches who are going to help someone achieve their physical feat. Right, we are definitely not. (laughs) But I don't think this is a workout issue. The problem's not here. Okay, you're gesturing to your body. It's here. Now you're pointing to your head. An injury messes with your confidence. It messes with your head. Everybody has something mental that is attached to them. In some way, it could feel like a backpack, or it could feel like a ball and chain. Think about all of the things you'd love to improve about yourself, but a mental hurdle holds you back. You hit a roadblock and suddenly that goal is just collecting dust. Whether it's learning a new language or mastering bar chords on your guitar or doing a backflip. So this isn't just for Yao. It's for everyone who's talked themselves out of accomplishing something. 
Sounds to me like you just want to see a dude do a backflip. Oh, absolutely. But this is also very meaningful to him. For me, it would mean that I became the action hero that I imagined I could be. So Yao, a man obsessed with action movies, no longer trusts his physical ability, which to me sounds like a confidence issue. Luckily, I know the perfect person to give you a boost if you're feeling down. Hello? Hi, Mama. Hi. That's Diane Norman, my mom, a retired librarian with a very busy schedule. Did you go to Aquafit today? No. I, this is, Monday's my third of my day off from everything. So wait, what do you do on Mondays? Nothing. I have a weird question for you. Yes. Um, do, do you have any advice on how to instill confidence in someone? How to instill confidence? I'm thinking. <laughs> um, okay, so I think it's just motivating yourself to get out in the day and accomplish maybe some small objectives, but you feel good about yourself. It could be a walk around the block. It could be just something you've done for someone else. And maybe you've made their day and it makes your day. Anything like that. You know what makes me feel good? Sometimes you'll ask me to open up a jar. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that making you feel good. However, uh, a senior uh, needing help on a computer, that would really make somebody feel good, I would think, because anytime somebody helps me get past something I can't figure out, I'm so grateful for them. I would assume that person helping me would feel good because they'd know how grateful I was. Moms, solving your problems well into your 30s. Okay, love you, Mom. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Now all we have to do is invite Yao for a good old walk around the block. Any guess on where we're going? I know. To be honest, no idea. The plan is simple. We've orchestrated some seemingly random encounters. Each one is perfectly honed by Mom logic to maximize his confidence. I told Yao we're walking towards some big activity we have planned for him. So far, we're walking east. Uh... But this walk keeps getting interrupted. First, Andrew sees an old friend. Jason. What's up? Nice to see you again. How are you? It's been a while. This is Yao. Half a block later, a woman stops them again. She's trying to figure out what color to paint her den. I've narrowed it down to this one, this one, and this one. Okay. See, it all depends on the mood you're trying to go for. But, like, this kind of pops. Okay, thank you so much. You made my day. That's perfect. Uh, We should run, though. We are supposed to go. I'm so sorry. No, no, no worries. Have a good day. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Yao was suddenly stopped by a frazzled UPS delivery man with a dolly full of very important looking packages. I don't want to interrupt, but you do me a huge favor. I need to run to the bathroom. Um, could you look after these for me? I'm not supposed to do this. I'm sorry. It, uh, I, it's just a second. I mean, I don't want someone not to go to the bathroom. That'd be yeah, weird. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be super quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is in here? Well, they do say confidential. You can't be that serious if you're going to go to the bathroom. It wouldn't be right to look at it, though the curiosity is taking the best of me. Was he UPS? Uh, that's what his hat said. Everything was branded. Uh, what can Brown do for you? Uh, apparently, uh, trust you. It can trust you. Our delivery man comes back from the Starbucks bathroom. Thanks a lot, guys. Like, I, I can't thank you enough. This oh, is great. Like, no problem. I knew. I knew when I saw you. You're a really trustworthy guy. Thank you. You should trust yourself, man. You're good. Oh, okay. Good luck with the delivery. 
I don't even know if he was a UPS guy, to be honest. That's a pretty timely message, though. Yao's starting to get a bit weirded out. And just in case he's not, stopping him dead in his tracks is a man with a pickle jar. I'm, I'm trying to make a sandwich, but I can't open this pickle jar. Could you give it a try? You know what? I'll try my best. Oh. That was amazing. Oh, that was nothing. That was an impressive open. I've never seen that before. You're really, really confident. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. And remember to call your mother often. I, you know what? I'll try my best. Yao's walk around the block is almost complete. But there's one last thing. Something my mom guaranteed would work. He runs into a senior with a laptop in need of help. But not just any senior. Diane Norman herself. I should also mention she has her crew with her, Margaret and Janice, one of which is knitting. My friends and I are trying to help me with a problem I've got. Are you good with a computer? What are the chances? Um, yeah. So I've got a picture of my grandchildren on Facebook. I'd like to... So she wants to take a photo off Facebook, put it into an email so she can print it. And this is an actual problem from her real life. Let's find the picture. Let's go to Facebook's tab. Oh, there I am. Yao takes on the sing-song vocal quality of any child doing tech support for their parents. So I want you to click computer because it's on your computer. And now let's download that photo. It'll be on our computer. Left click. No, just right click. They find the photo, save it to the desktop, then attach it to her Hotmail account. And there it is, and then you can email it to yourself. I am so impressed. The sound of success. This photo of my brother and my nephew will soon be sitting on my mom's kitchen table, pixelated and brought to life from an inkjet printer. I've wanted to know how to do this for so long. It's unbelievable. I've tried my best. You did. <laughs> Thank you so much. Suddenly, behind Yao, it's me. I was hiding, but now I'm here. You're welcome. Yo, are you feeling more confident? Hi, Rob. I'm feeling great, actually. I was super surprised that so many random people were coming up to me. Um, including a Diane Norman. Wait, did you know it was my mom right away? It's when she went on her Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he knew something was up long before the Facebook thing, but it seems like the sentiment got through. Like, the one thing that was overwhelming is the confidence portion, and then someone's pushing that message on me, so... Uh, maybe I can do this. I just have to listen to what everyone else is saying, instead of listening to just myself. But at the end of the day, Diane Norman is the real winner here. I don't care anything about this. I really needed that help. <laughs> okay, so we've been working on general confidence, getting Yao to trust himself. But I think we need to talk to someone who's actually done a backflip. We need a superhero. You know, there's a strange checklist in the mind of, of physically oriented people. And for me, yes, it was a backflip, then you have like a front flip, and you've got a side flip, and you're doing a, a 540 kick, and then a 720 kick. Meet Captain America, or at least Captain America's stunt double, at one point. This is Sam Hargrave, stunt coordinator for the Avengers Infinity War movie. This dude knows his flips. It's a pretty impressive thing for a human to do. Flip over from your feet, flip over backwards, and land on your feet again. And there's a very small moment when you're upside down and the time kind of stops. Gravity doesn't exist. It's a crazy feeling. Okay, so the Avengers guy just made a backflip sound like the coolest thing in the world. But I explained to Sam that it's actually Yao's mental hurdle that seems to be the main obstacle when trying to do this backflip. And he instantly seems to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's huge. No, it's, it's totally huge. 
it's like a writer's block for the performer. He's got to fight through that. There's a technique used by a lot of you know top athletes, but visualization. Visualization. Before Sam tries any stunt, he spends hours on set imagining his body going through the sequence over and over again. From fight scenes to falls to explosions, Sam pictures his body in that location going through those events. I spent a lot of time visualizing what the perfect backflip looked like, what it felt like, and that lays down these neural pathways so that when you go to do it, it's as if you've practiced it already. You've already been there. You've already done it. He's not exaggerating. Visualizing doing something, going step by step, vividly in your mind, can have the same effect on your brain as if you really practiced it. That's science. You can Google it if you don't believe me. And if you did, you'd find this one study that took two groups of musicians. The first practiced daily with their actual instruments. The second group received nothing. No tubas, no clarinets, not even a piccolo but were asked mentally to go through the finger positions and techniques as if they were playing. At the end of the study, both groups revealed the same level of progress. The people without instruments actually restructured their brain the same way people physically practicing did. So maybe Yao can practice doing a backflip without his feet ever leaving the ground. Physically, he can do a backflip. The only hurdle is mental. But for visualization to work, it has to be evocative, immersive, and we don't have long. So I dug deep into the dark recesses of the web. I accessed channels that operate within a sort of gray area of the law, populated by less than reputable vendors purporting to sell cutting edge technology. I'm talking, of course, about eBay. Look what came. I have no idea what you've planned. What? It's a TV hat. If you own an iPod, iPhone, or digital video player, then you need TV hat. According to the infomercial, it provides a motion picture experience absolutely anywhere. And I've always wanted one. I'm looking at a black baseball cap. It has a long bill. There's flaps that come down at the sides to block out the light. And then at the end of the bill, there's a place to put your phone. And what looks like a magnifying glass is just pure garbage. Well, short of virtual reality, this is the next best thing. Virtual reality exists. We could actually get him virtual reality. Yeah, but for 60 bucks? You did not pay 60 bucks for this, did you? I paid $60 for this approximately. I think that's a deal. Oh my God. Despite Rob's skepticism, I showed the TV hat to Yao. The TV hat? The TV hat. Okay. For the full experience, he should be unencumbered by gravity, just like he would be during the apex of a backflip. Now, of course, ideally, we would suspend him from the ceiling in a harness. But instead, we get him to sit upside down in a CBC office chair. Well, my back's where my butt's supposed to be. My butt's where my back's supposed to be. My head's where my legs are. My legs where my head is. Uh, but I am upside down. I load my phone into the bill of the TV hat. I hit play on the custom visualization training video I made. And if you were lucky enough to experience this video, you'd hear encouraging words from Sam Hargrave. Yao, you will do it. You know, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If this is what you want to do, this is what you must do, then you will do it. You'd see backflip footage, super slow motion, 
and POV shots so you can really experience in first person what it's like to do a backflip. That's actually really interesting. Yao's upside down with a TV hat and he moves his legs along with the video slowly tucking them up to his chest and back again. I'm visualizing myself now trying to do a backflip. I'm like doing like the step-by-step. It's kind of like watching people dance. We get Yao seated back upright, and it kind of seemed like it was working. Oh, Rob's going to be so upset about this. The TV hat is surprisingly good for me. I feel inspired, to be honest. I'm sorry, I just want to clarify. You were inspired by this hat and the cell phone video? Yes. That's crazy to me. I mean, I'm happy that you're inspired. I can't believe that that worked. So, Yao, sounds like he's on the right track. It does, but I have some tape I haven't played yet because, frankly, it's so disheartening. At the beginning of all this, I took Yao to a gym with a foam pit, just to kind of see where he's at with his backflip, get a baseline. Like, can he even huck his feet over his head? So we stand on the edge of this foam pit, ready to record the first attempt. All right, all right. But there's no jump. No, nothing. Let alone an attempt at a backflip. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, this is where you'd probably ideally do it, right? Right, right, right. I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see where I'm at. And I'm like, ugh, ugh, not that far. It wasn't a matter of me like jumping and like failing backflips. It was about me starting over. So after hearing this new information, the conclusion that I'm kind of coming to is that a walk around the block and a weird hat might not be enough to make a man literally flip upside down. I'd say that's an accurate conclusion. We're helping Yao, a man obsessed with action movies, to shed his performer's block so that he can land a backflip, therefore proving that anything is possible, you should never give up on yourself, live your dreams, that kind of stuff. So far, we've worked on the mental side of things. That's what Yao came to us about. And we've done what we can. But at the end of the day, a backflip is still a physical act. Yeah, we tried to talk to a CBC lawyer on Mike about the liability of what happens when two untrained dudes try and teach an amateur how to backflip, but he refused to talk to me. So, enter Dan, Yao's new professional insured backflip coach. All right, come on. Let's do it. Tons, tons, tons. A little more tuck there. You're a little more yeah. That's them working their way up to a full flip, hopefully. And there's also a weird new development in this story. I started taking creatine. Yeah, Yao's story has inspired Rob to revisit his own self-improvement thing, hitting a home run. When Rob was young, he played lots of baseball, but was never able to send the ball over the fence. So now if he wants to train to do it as an adult, he's first got to overcome his own mental barrier gym culture. Yeah, like the gym is where cool kids go. So there's this whole other world that I'm not a part of. Like my specialty is drinking a tea, having a big wool blanket, listening to the next chapter with Sheila Rogers on CBC radio. Like that's my comfort zone. So I'm going full on gym man, taking creatine, glutamine, protein, doing squats and deadlifts. I'm even doing batting practice, maybe a little bit too hard. I screwed up my arm pretty bad powering through the nausea from all the rotisserie chicken I'm eating. It sounds like you're pregnant. No, I once read that Hugh Jackman, to prepare for a Wolverine movie, um, he ate a full roasted chicken every night before bed. So I'm doing that, and it's terrible. 
Okay, so we got dudes working out. We're building confidence. We're going for it. If this were one of the films from Yao's childhood, a bitchin' riff would kick in right now. We'd have a proper training montage. You gotta flip! Don't be afraid! Discipline, sweat, gym stuff. Getting a coach who actually knows what they're doing. Yes. Nice, man, nice! You gotta do stuff in the gym and eat a whole rotisserie chicken. The sky is the limit and you've got to flip inside of that sky! Rob and I hit the diamond to do some batting practice. Felt good. Not bad, not bad. Hitting dingers. Regaining lost confidence. Trying one's best under the circumstances. You gotta flip! So tomorrow is Yao's big backflip test day. But first, Rob is insisting we go and test if he can hit a home run or not after all this gym stuff he's been doing. So it's about noon and we arrive at the baseball diamond, only to discover the first obstacle we have to overcome isn't mental. It's a fence. So yeah, apparently the city locks up their baseball diamonds in the offseason, so we have to hop the six-foot fence in right field. Andrew's on the mound with a pile of balls. I'm in the batter's box wearing thigh-high baseball socks that Andrew forced me to wear. If you look like a baseball player, you're going to play better. Remember, this is all about confidence. I'm going to warn you right now, swing for the fences is not a pretty sound. Oh. Oh, come on. Oh. Heads up. Some swings connect. Get up, get up. Just a little more carry, it would have been gone. While others don't. You, you just got under that one a little bit. Yeah. We're about an hour in. My arm, once an enthusiastic supporter of my home run endeavor, now has some unreasonable requests, such as, stop doing this, it hurts so bad. But there's a reason why your arm isn't your brain, because its ideas are stupid. We're gonna get a home run, I'm not leaving until I get one. Ah, ooh, that one hurt. Ah. I sulk back to the dugout and unwrap my bleeding and blistered hands that have soaked through Andrew's batting gloves. It feels to me like maybe this is a sign that we should just quit, throw in the towel. Or maybe this is the final obstacle a sports hero must overcome before they achieve their goal. So I grab the heaviest bat we have and step back into the box. Andrew launches his first decent pitch of the afternoon. My hips twist as the aluminum bat connects with a leather sports sphere. It launches over Andrew's head. Come on, come on. It sails into the air. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Straight up into the air, it's a pop fly. Or not. No. My arm is ruined. Ugh, I'm done. I feel like I'm in a dystopian Gatorade commercial right now. Maybe for the episode we have to say it's not a, it's not a success. But I want to say this is to be continued. To paraphrase the great Yogi Berra, Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sometimes you shamefully hop the fence and slink back to your car. It's a bad day for self-improvement. And tomorrow we do it all over again with Yao, hopefully with different results. It's early morning. We arrive at the gym that Yao has been training at. His coach is there. 
Today's the big day. Yao's goal is to do a backflip, and we've been working hard to help him gain confidence, get him back to his former self before his injury. He's built himself back up through helping seniors, using visualization. But I still feel like this whole backflip thing is a long shot. We need one last big boost to make sure this happens. When we first talked to Yao, he outlined what he thought would make the perfect action movie. It would have to have some sort of villain that seems like impossible. Like all the minions get beat up and then the one big guy comes in and it's usually shirtless and he's usually like roided up. And you're like, oh man, how am I getting past this guy? He's even got a catchphrase worked out that may or may not have been lifted from the TV show The Wire. It'd be kind of like a sigh. Shit. And of course, ninjas. I think everything needs ninjas. If Yao feels like an action star, he'll have the confidence to land it. That's why today, we're making an action movie with Yao as a star. And the final stunt, the climactic scene, Yao doing a standing backflip, no foam pit. Right, if Yao's gonna do this, he can't just do a backflip for the sake of doing a backflip. He needs a purpose. After all, all the best action scenes aren't action scenes just because they're action scenes for a goal. So I've been writing a script inspired by Rumble in the Bronx, and I've used all the elements he told us about. A reluctant hero, ninjas, a super tough boss. I hand him the script. Do you remember what Jackie Chan wore in Rumble in the Bronx? The correct answer is a sleeveless turtleneck, and that's exactly what we made for Yao. This is amazing. While Rob has been writing, I've been storyboarding and assembling a production team for today's surprise shoot. I also rented the Ultratech CLF 4400. This is the largest street legal fog machine available. The shoot runs fairly smoothly. Stand by for fog. Okay, action on Yao. And action on ninjas. That's great. It's time to shoot the climax of our film, Yao's big backflip scene. Well, let's get Yao in there. Let's get some fog up. I look at Yao, and his face is not the face of a confident man who will soon be jauntily flipping a casual flip across a gymnasium floor. His coach, Dan, pulls out this massive four-foot-tall foam cube so Yao can do some practice jumps. Thankfully, they're just practice the, jumps. Uh, yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, no. yeah there you go. <laughs> not a great vote of confidence right before a jump. At this point, I'm not sure Yao is going to be able to pull this off. I'm tired. My abs actually hurt. I don't want to, after all the work I've put into it, not land. Yao's backflip. Take one. Yao gets his footing. He looks up to the ceiling and breathes deep. He bends his legs, muscles contract. And then, there's absolutely no way I'm going to tell you what happens before we screen this movie. Right. No spoilers to the premiere. Yeah. A few days later, we're in a CBC boardroom. We got popcorn, we got Twizzlers. Yao's invited some friends and family along to see the movie. Are you anxious? Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now what if we could fix it? 
I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Cheers to all. I'm a little excited. No one knows if Yao has achieved his goal, if he's got the backflip or not. Some are actually just learning for the first time he even wanted to do a backflip. We're about to dim the lights. So if you want to hit pause on the podcast and go get some popcorn, now is the time to do so. Opening scene. Exterior. Night. A dark alley. A nervous radio producer, Andrew 30s, balding, fumbles with his radio equipment. He's on his phone. Uh, hey, Yao. Um... If you get this message, I got lost on the way to our interview. Uh, looks like I ended up in this weird alley. Can you call me? Never mind, never mind. Actually, I see a couple of gentlemen. I'll ask them for directions. Um, excuse me, sir, sir. Andrew approaches only to see two thugs dressed in cut-off denim shirts. Hey, stay away. I, I once interviewed a self-defense instructor and I learned a few things. Shut up, you saggy ham, and give me those microphones. No. This is ball boy's territory. Even cops don't come down here. His radio gear belongs to us. From behind, a figure emerges from the shadows. Leave the geezer alone. It's Yao, and he's wearing the hell out of that black turtleneck with no sleeves, just like Jackie Chan. I don't want to hurt anybody, but I have to in order to succeed. That's my motivation. Defeated, the thugs run off, but have managed to snatch Andrew's recording gear, and it has all the tape for the next episode of Personal Best. I love public radio. I'll get it back. According to the tracking device, this is where my gear is. But this warehouse looks abandoned. Stay here. Yow! Look out! Ninjas! That takes care of that. Enough! You've been a thorn in my side long enough, big shot. This is Ball Boy's territory. So this is your character, Rob, called the Home Run King. Huh? And he's a leader of the Ball Boy's gang. He's got no shirt on. Um, he's got baseball pants and cleats and a backwards hat on. Yeah, so yeah, I described fighting a boss who was roided and shirtless. And so I, I drew muscles on with a permanent marker. How are you going to get past the leader of the Ball Boy's gang? He's so ripped and twice your size. You know this dude? He used to host our podcast. Shit. I used to be like you, believe anything was possible. Then I didn't achieve my goal of hitting a home run over a fence, despite eating a roasted chicken every single night before bed. Life is full of unforgiving curveballs. You're about to strike out. <laughs> Yao sizes up the home run king, a juggernaut of unrelenting muscle. If you got the guts, you throw away the bat. Yao delivers an unforgiving blow to the face that would level any normal man, but the Home Run King just laughs it off. Despite his size, the Home Run King is fast, unleashing a devastating combination of wild swings. <sighs> Yao sees his opportunity. He knocks the Home Run King back towards an empty elevator shaft. <laughs> you win but you'll never get the recording gear. You see, I've rigged this hideout with explosives and a timer. 
Rob made a prop bomb out of cardboard, a USB cable, and two cans of grapefruit Perrier. There's a tripwire, so you can't walk over to it. Huh? It's red yarn. As well as a facial recognition program that detects anyone jumping face first. <laughs> Yo, you gotta do the backflip. It's the only way over the tripwire. But I've never done one. Yow, it's for you. It's Sam Hargrave, the stunt coordinator from the Avengers Infinity War movie. I'll patch it through to your TV hat. Yow, whatever it is that you put your mind to, you will do it. He's right. Time to flip the script, literally. Yow tilts his head back. He's resolved. He thrusts his body into the air, legs tuck into his chest, his head centered as his body orbits around him. Then with perfect control, he lands. He stares down the untouched tripwire. Yeah, it's super badass. And everyone who's watching agrees. You cleared the tripwire? Impossible! The CBC News helicopter. Hello, boys. It's Sheila Rogers host of CBC's The Next Chapter. Let's get out of here before this place blows. We're not leaving without Rob and his henchmen. Thank you. Hey, I'm sorry about all that bomb stuff. Yo, you saved the podcast. It was important to me that this be more than about fighting. Actually, must move the story forward and be character-driven. Let's finish this episode. Yeah! Yao, Andrew, and the Home Run King and his cronies safely climb aboard the helicopter. It flies off as Yao watches the warehouse explode in the distance. It was based on a true story. <laughs> a true story about a man overcoming mental barriers and becoming a backflipper. And he did it all in two weeks. Before, my old injury was something I took with me. I didn't jump without thinking about it. It, it weighed me down. I don't know if Yao is fully over the mental hurdle that an injury can cause. But hey, he did a backflip. And it looked badass. Especially because I made it look really cool in the final edit. In reality, he had to do it off a bench onto some crash mats. But I'm, I'm going back into the gym. I, I feel like I can level up. I've landed it. Now can I do a little bit better? So would you describe this experience as a win? Oh, no. It was a huge win. This is an epic win. This is like, this is, uh, this is like a Super Bowl for me. I was trying to hit a home run while you were trying to do this backflip. Yes. And I failed miserably. Not miserably. I want to say miserably either. Well, you weren't even there. <laughs> I, I don't think it's something you should beat yourself up over. You may have not hit a home run, but I bet you're a better hitter. So I admire what you and Yao did this episode, even though the result wasn't perfect. Because for me, I'm slightly obsessive. If I'm going to try something, I want to be the best at it. Otherwise, it's like, why even bother trying? I used to be that way. As soon as you think about, like, what's my best, then you can let go of everything else. Focus on the donut, not the hole. Exactly. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the thing that's there, right? Not the thing that's, that's missing. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, there is no spoon, like, from the Matrix. I was like, what? It's a little bit. It's philosophical, it's right? It's philosophical. Okay. A man strong enough to both do a backflip and wear a turtleneck without sleeves. 
that is a superhero right there. I'm not saying that everybody who kicks ass wears a sleeveless turtleneck, but everybody who wears a sleeveless turtleneck kicks ass, right? There's one more thing before we wrap this episode. What you're hearing is cell phone video of Rob Norman hitting his very first home run. Well, Andrew, you brought me to a Little League diamond. The fence was maybe 200 feet, and I did it on the fourth pitch. It was still pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good hit. Touch them all, Rob. You'll never have a bigger home run than this. I'm Rob Norman, the Home Run King, and that was Personal Best. Andrew Norton is my bat boy. Of all the hats I wore this episode, mental hurdle overcomer, amateur backflip trainer, batting coach. And we've settled on Bat Boy. Yasmin Mecherant and Jess Shane are our associate producers. Special thanks this episode to Yasmin for providing us with the quote for Yao's movie poster. Yes, you did that shit, Yao. You did that. <laughs> I was rooting for the guy. He's a good dude. On the Ivories, it's Breakmaster Cylinder. Thanks to Mari Tops for the original composition, You Gotta Flip. When it comes to production help, Cecil Fernandez and Luke Williams are great folks, much like RF Narani, executive producer of CBC Original Podcasts. Special thanks this episode to Dan at the Monkey Ball, Adam Cauley, Wellesley Robertson, Darren Puskas, our henchmen, Andrew Bushell and Joel Buxton. Special thanks to our confidence boosters, Chris Oakey, Jason DeLine, Chris Jags, and Evan Agard. And of course, Sheila Rogers. I'll follow you. Don't worry. Got you covered. If you want to watch the actual action movie that Andrew actually shot, it's available at cbc.ca slash personalbest. Oh, and thanks to Dale Sood for shooting that for us. Sorry I tried to shoot, like, 60 shots in four hours. And thanks to Daniel Powell for doing the sound design. Got something you want to improve about yourself? Come on our show, please. Email sleevelessturtleneck at cbc.ca. Tell us what's up with you. And if you're on the fence about subscribing to this podcast, please know that all the coolest people are subscribing. Even Rob's mom. Yes. I'm listening to your podcast. All of them I have. I'm up to date. So are my friends. Personal Best is a CBC original podcast. And hey, if you like our podcast, where we help someone improve themselves, imagine how productive it would be with an actual therapist. The podcast, Other People's Problems, takes you inside a real therapy session. It's shocking and raw and worth a listen. Other People's Problems is available wherever you find your other favorite podcasts. You miss 100% of the podcasts you don't listen to, but you listen to 100% of this podcast. So nice job, champ. For more CBC Original Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash original podcasts.